With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is the Blue Room. It is your instant reaction to Everton. Nil. Manchester United free. I've got Matt Flusk. Keith Tomlin and Mark Mosey with me at the moment. More might be, I think Dave Dan might be joining us soon. Uh, but Mark Mosey, it is your turn to do the 30 second summary. Go. Um, lots of pretense to this match, and then the sudden realization and an ongoing one for 94 minutes at Everton, a bad at football. Um, you know, we, we've obviously been totally undone by one of the greatest goals that planet Earth has ever seen. Um, but I think, you know. If, if a ground could go flat in 90 seconds, then Everton certainly managed to make it even flatter for 90 minutes that followed it. Um, simply not good enough. Uh, it, it ironically warranted uh, and was reflective of a team that probably sits on four points going into Christmas. Um, a lot of work to do against a very mediocre Manchester United side. And, and sadly, another reminder that if ever there was a team that are failing in some way or under pressure or have players out or injuries suspensions etc there is no better ailments than a trip to Goodison Park because we'll make everyone feel better about themselves uh, there we go uh, I feel like the, the lads who are with me as well over the Moors maybe not feeling quite as downbeat about that Matt are, are, you, are you have you plunged those levels of despair after that game yeah I'm not I'm not massively downbeat I mean it, it felt like one of them days like they had three sniffs at goal and they've got three goals I I, I, I literally don't think Jordan Pickford made a save which probably kind of damns him when he doesn't really deserve it but it's just we didn't take our chances in the first half we built up a bit of a head of steam and then half time came but on the whole we can have no real complaints they we might have had a game plan there but after three minutes as you say probably goal of the season already I don't think anyone's going to top it for any club and after three minutes that's it that's the whole game plan out the window Unfortunately, no one told Sean Dyche and it took until worth 70-odd minutes to make a substitution when every single person in that ground and probably half the players on the pitch could see it wasn't working at all with Ashley Young. It's just silly booking again and then no complaints at all about the penalty. Like, he's just... I think it was um, 
was a shocking decision by the referee not to give it. Well, yeah. The only complaint I had about the penalty was how frustratingly long it took for the obvious <laughs> thing to happen. Did you know straight away? Oh, it's right by it you. It looked like an absolute stone wall there. And as soon as he, as soon as he got his card out for Martial, you just thought, you might as well just jog over to that monitor now, mate. Uh, you know, a, a practice which in modern day football simply has to stop. If, if the decision has been made that the referee needs to go over and see it again in HD, then the decision should just be overturned. Yeah, it's, isn't it? like, it's the referee who has to make the decision. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, it's insane. He did us a favour, to be honest, the referee, because if he'd just given it on the spot, Robin would have sent off Young for second yellow, so he's not allowed to give a second yellow when I mean, he's reviewed. I'm, I'm not going to say it. So, well, <laughs> no, no, I was going to say that the funny thing about the penalty, I thought, was obviously the referee seeing it as a dive in the first place. The look on the fella's face from the park end it was just praying that someone in his ear wasn't going to say, "You should probably come and have a look at this, mate." And then. The, the jog over to the monitor to watch it a few times trying to find any way possible not he to give a penalty the monitor, yeah. he was like oh how can I not give this <laughs> there was a few bad decisions in the game but I did have a little bit of sympathy for him in that situation because he was trying everything he could do to not give a penalty um, but yeah you know everything about the Man United victory was justified um, and I think that's, that was the most disappointing thing for me today in that you know, coming into that game, I thought it had all the feelings of we're building up to a, to one of those really good performances and, and you know, a, a, a historic victory against the Manchester United side. Um, and, you know, Matt said it was just one of those days. There's a name for those days now and it's home games. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're just we're just simply not good enough. Um, we, we, we've nearly got more points at home this season than points in total. And I don't quite know how we've managed that. We've, you know, bar, bar a really bad Burnley side, we are the worst team in the Premier League at home. And, you know, there are obvious other challenges here. But if we're going to survive in the Premier League, the, the home form simply has to, to pick up because we, we, we will not keep going to London and winning games it is, it is not very evident uh, and, and you know it will stop at some point and, and you know things will have to turn around at Goodison Park and my god if this is the last full season at Goodison Park not only do I not want to get relegated but I don't want to see us get tongued here and put lacklustre performances in every single week do something at least a little bit memorable that I'll remember I'm going to disagree with Moe's on that one. I don't think we've been overly terrible at home. Um, with the exception of moments in games. So obviously, the defending of set pieces against Luton. Luton, Luton yeah, Luton was an aberration. Fulham, we should have won that game. We had, we'd made far more chances. We were a better side. And then we got caught out. Wolves, we were a better side, made far more chances, got caught out. Brighton, we should have won, but for a uh, defensive lap. Are you, are you on the brink of, of quote, when Everton's XG? Because we're going to have to have a big chat if that, if that happens. I, I don't believe in XG. I think it's, uh, I think it's witchcraft. Um, <laughs> Mathematical sort. So, yeah, I don't believe in XG in the slightest. Um, I, think it's, I think it's witchcraft. I think its proponents should be burned at the stake. Sorry, Green Mick. Um, I, I love the tactical analysis he does, but I, I, I've got no time for XG. You don't get points for it, so fuck it off. Um, what I will say is I don't think it's been as doom and gloom. Arsenal, we were terrible. Let's, let's, let's not be about the bush. 
other than that, they've been competitive in every home game this season until tonight. And well, we, we, we have just said we're seven home games into the season and we were shit in four of them <laughs> and, got, and got caught out in three of them. I mean, I've, I've said we, we were shit in two and, well, three after tonight. Well, it, it's missing loads of clinical chances, shit. I mean, it's not great, but it's not terrible because they're making chances. And if you look back to this time last season, Everton were having maybe two shots on goal a game. Yeah. Yeah? So it's progress. What you have to factor in here is you take out that 10-point deduction, right? Take, sorry, we've got some... Um, Matt Flosk fans on the... Yeah. Matt Flosk's uh, fan club are in tonight. So... It wasn't, it wasn't an offer. Um, but yeah, this is... Uh, I can't work under these circumstances. I'm going back to my trailer until this gets sorted out. Right. That, that sounded like a direct quote from Sean Dyche. So... <laughs> What I'm going to say is, if you say the deduction doesn't happen, Everton are sat there on 14 points mid-table, we're still not a very good football team, right? We have to have things go our way to get results, as they did at Palace, as they did at Brentford, as they didn't happen tonight. That first goal's a killer. It takes away all of the positive build-up, all of the the um, puppies of localised conflict um, it, it removes that from the equation everything goes a bit flat United have a lot of the ball they pass it around the back a bit and I don't think we really started pressing them until about 20 minutes in and as soon as we did you got results they were kicking it out for throw-ins we were winning corners we were forward we were on the front foot and arguably for that first half we were a better side than United they had, they had that one shot on goal that is, as Mo said, possibly the best goal that a human being will ever score in the game of association football. And at half-time, things are looking positive. Second half, I, I'm, I'm not going to speak on the second half because I'm pretending it didn't happen for my own welfare. So I'll let, I'll let, Matt, have a, I'll let Matt have a whack at the second half here. Well, I'm going to bring David as well, who's just joined us, but like... I'm, I'm always like really intrigued Dave on like where the threshold is between like we played well but we're unlucky today and when you go from there to we actually missed loads of really good chances and that is actually really poor for a football team I don't think I decided to play well no do you know what it's really interesting that I think you've got five lads sitting here and each one of us would have a different idea of how that worked you're certainly one of them because I'm pretty sure you'd say not putting words in your mouth that that was alright we played well no we didn't say that well. Sorry. <laughs> just assuming you're far too much because I'm knowing you were don't know what you're celebrating some scores on the win <laughs> no but I, what I mean is in, in the context of that game it's so hard for any of us to take, to take away those 10 points impossible to take them away and you look at like what did he score in 7 minutes that little three shit minutes. three minutes that- and he shinned it as well shit goal did he shin it? yeah he absolutely shinned it I don't know if he shinned it Mate, watch it it's the ringer of Rooney against City they always shin them they always shin them you can't not you, you, you can't score most plays everyone has a game here you remember you plays like you do that every week <laughs> oh yeah I've, I've scored no. that goal before I'm on about when you go for that effort that technique to over to it it's got to go in like the top spin hasn't it you can only hit it that way if you shin it. Watch it back loads. Yeah. Everyone will anyway. Sky will wanking over it. Everywhere tonight on match of the day will. 
Dave, how good do you have to be to score a goal like that with your shin? What? No, but what? What? Spot on. What was spot on? Was what? What Gary Neville said was spot on. There. It's most difficult enough to get your legs up that high to actually do it. That's why the lad deserves any praise that it gets. But I reckon and, you get an eight out of ten just for even thinking about I know, it. I mean, it's great that we're having two minutes argument that he shinned or not when we've gone, <laughs> gone and got beat three 0 there. Well, that's talk about, isn't it? God bless the pedantic Yeah, yeah I, I think it's somewhere in between, Matt. Despite the fact that I presumed what you were going to say, which it actually didn't, but um, I, I felt that. I felt that some players were more than up for it than others for us. Um, you, you look at the chances we created there. If, if Calvert Lewin scores one of those headers, the first one he should, puts it straight into the keeper's hands. The second one he, he heads it over, doesn't he? Um, it's one of those. The core, he misses the one for me. Yeah, well, you know, that's an example of a player who was crap for me. I thought he was abysmal tonight. And what did you say when we were doing our show on a Monday last week? He's one of those players that can look outstanding for you. And someone else just looks like he's only started playing footy. Um, that was the exact type of thing I saw. Um, I was well into what you were saying the other week about Garner. Didn't, didn't see much of him at all. Didn't see what we needed to James see from Garner. him. James Garner, sorry, yeah. Um, it was so much of a, a mix mash in the middle that I, I, I can't get fully in into saying we were unlucky there. Any unlucky in the chances, but to lose the game take away the context of what it is and who we were playing at home atmosphere all that dare to say it I couldn't say that United didn't deserve to win it I, I, I can't say United overly deserved to win it because they weren't brilliant but Everton didn't deserve anything from that game not by three no it, that was never a 3-0 game that was that was sort of but it kind of been feeling like that goal at the start was the winning goal, wasn't it? Like that would have felt yeah. that would have felt right, wasn't it, for the way the game went? Yeah, we had that. Um, do you remember the scramble in the first half where we had about three shots in the space of thirty seconds? As soon as they cleared that last one off the line, you sort of knew that we could have played all night there and not scored. Um, the, but we get like we're creating them chances. But it does take a bit of quality to get them in at times, and that's what Everton were lacking tonight. I mean, the the Dukure chance, the Ghana Gay chance, where he's um, he's lashed it into the back of the park end. There's the ridiculous save as well from Onana um, from uh, Ghana Gay second half, just after we've gone two 0 down. I've already made the most of that. Yeah, I thought he would save that. But it's still the best save was the header. Still going in the top corner. That was the better save when he caught the header. I thought the one I thought his best save actually tonight was the one low down as part of that scramble earlier on where he got down well to his left because it was a it was a snap reaction save. I mean he's made a mistake in pretty much every single game he's played for Man United and he was pretty flawless tonight. What's that all about? Didn't can, put him under any pressure. Can we have him drug tested? <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you know what? They're like, this, this is going to sound mad because they scored after 90 seconds. But I was so disappointed with us since, like, before they scored that first goal. Like, the, like and it's mad to say, but, like, I'm going to have to go back and watch it again. But, like, in the ground, it felt like... And on, I had two or three times like on the ball where like and like the, the crowd was up and mad, but like it was for, it was feral. It was feral, wasn't it? It was like everyone was like up and ready to go. I was like, right, you know, boot the anthem. Everyone's got the placards out, banners out. Like let's let's fly into these completely. And their goalie had the ball for ten seconds at his feet, and we were just stood off him. And then they passed it to that eighteen-year-old lad who was making his debut in midfield, and he just got it and turned. And it was like. How, how, like, how, how, he, fair play to the lad. He, he was absolutely brilliant at his Premier League debut. He was absolutely fantastic. But how is he allowed to put his how is he allowed to put his foot on the ball a minute into the game at Goodison in those circumstances? Like it it, it shouldn't be a lot. Like you, I'll tell you well, you've, you've got it. No, I would do wrong, Anna. Well, no, because he wouldn't be in that position. Would he like get an open press on him? Like. And I don't know, maybe there's a bit of like, right, we're all, we're all up for this, but like calm down a bit and keep your shape and do all that. But it just felt like in those first 10 minutes, say, like, right, ride this wave of emotion and like an anger and, and just get after these. Instead, we just kind of stood off. And like, and like Keith said, it was only when we started pressing them, probably after like 20 minutes, we had our best spell of the game. Where Anana kicked it out of play like two or three times. The crowd was up and we got a foothold in the game from there. Apart from that, like, the first night, and it's mad to say, but like even go. I remember the Brighton game. We didn't touch the ball for two minutes when they kicked off. It was very, very similar game. Like they just knocked it around. It's like, what, you know, what are we doing here? And it just felt like today is like if you're gonna go in, and you're gonna ride that wave of emotion. Just press everybody up. Don't don't let Anana kick it out short to anybody. If you've got to put if you've got to put Calvert Lewin and Decore on two centre backs and your midfielder on Mainu and just play man for man for the first 10 minutes just do it because the crowd will love it and feed off it and we just stood off them a little bit um. I think I think well the point that I think Matt was alluding to there is that we've almost gone too far the other way haven't we in terms of you know obviously there's a lot of narrative coming into the game but let's all kind of ground ourselves and let's try and play the football match for what it is um, and sometimes you know when, when you're Everton against Man United in particular you have got to kind of ride that emotive wave haven't you and try and try and get something out of the game from a from a, a pure anger point of view which which we had um, you know that was probably the most disappointing element today wasn't it and that you know the thing that we've all been looking forward to for 10 days since the Premier League's announcement was was obviously flat for one reason 90 seconds into the game when that happens but there was no real sense that Everton were going to channel any of what we'd pent up for over a week um, and you know that, you know that, that ultimately probably comes from your manager he sets the team out in terms of how he wants to play play that particular game you know we, we'd have all bought into what you've just described there in terms of playing very high on the back line um, you know I, I talk about how poor Everton individuals are and there was too many to name tonight in my opinion but when you've got someone like Anana and Harry Maguire as part of a back three, if you want to call it that, playing the ball around. I'm sure and he's not played for months as well. Right? I, well, I think that, you know, 
the point I was going to come to later is that you know Shaw was one of them, but also Man United's other fullback. They are just given absolutely nothing to think about, um, and, and in Dwight McNeil and in particular Jack Harrison, um, they, they they are almost in a contest with each other to give their, the opposing fullback the easiest day possible. Um, Jack Harrison had a great game at Aston Villa in the in the Carabao Cup when he first came in, and since then, other than you know one particularly good strike against Bournemouth. I can't think of anything that he's done to Warren even possibly thinking about keeping him beyond the end of the season um, and between him and Dan Juma I think there's a side comp to see who can look the most on loan player because the pair of them yeah, I think Dan Juma just about nicked it by just fucking the ball up in the air with about 30 seconds left it, it is cataclysmically bad um, but yeah you were still there with that I ran for the train um, but yeah it I think that's what I was looking for Everton to ask questions I wanted I wanted in particular individuals of the United backline to be under pressure early on because we've all seen them we've, we've all seen how quickly they can fold and it looked as though we were giving them that kind of 25 minutes spell of affordability just to kind of let them settle in before we actually thought about putting them in under any particular danger and it, it could all be different obviously if we finish our chances but the, these footballers play for Everton if, if they finished all of these chances they simply wouldn't um, so there, there has to be a, a, a slight affordability to that fact but um, I ju- you know we, we just don't do enough I, th- I, I, I can't really watch Everton and I incorporate the Crystal Palace game into this I don't really know what the plan is in terms of how we win games and it feels as though positive things happen to this team by chance we you know, prayer it, it absolutely is and you know you can you can look at that big picture in terms of getting up the league or winning particular games but if you, if you scale that right back in terms of just every possession that we have it, it looks as though we're just kind of throwing things together to get 30 or 40 yards up the pitch and you could you could probably apply that to about 8 or 9 teams in the league I'm not saying that Everton are the only ones and, and luckily in my opinion there's 3 that are probably worse than us at doing that and that's hopefully why we'll survive but it, it, it does look as though the, the whole element of game plan is is not there um, and you know games like that even though he wasn't at his best tonight it, it does just fill me with dread for the days where Dominic Calvert-Lewin is not fit to play football because if we are to lose him uh, and albeit we've not seen his best by any means tonight yeah, but if, if you take Dominic Calvert-Lewin out of that side there, there is no capability in terms of going forward or scoring a goal and um, you know, sadly, he's not the most reliable footballer in the world. And one of my only angst tonight is that it took as long as it did to hook him off. Because <laughs> as soon as the penalty goes in, you could have justifiably taken him off and said, "Not Forest is way more important than this consolation goal we might score." Yeah, sorry. I, I think it'd become like you know when you're a, a lad, there look like the erection that was never going to come along. Do you know what I mean? I, I mean, that's, <laughs> I mean I, I, let's. let's. These only come out at night games. <laughs> the Blue Room sponsored by Blue Pills here. By Junex. Anyway. The, the what's, what's that new man? No, 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 no I think what, what Moe's was saying. <laughs> what, was that, what I've just said inappropriately compared to what Moe said was spot on there in that full-back area. And I just wonder what Sean Dice is saying. Certainly wouldn't be saying what I've just said after it. But what would he be saying when he gets them back in there when you've got... Mikhailenko, who's been really good for us recently, hasn't he? I think yeah. they put more to that with the goals that he scored. Ashley Young, consistent problem. That last time I actually said that on social it, it media. Sides went that. Yeah, I got, I got yeah. pelters for that, and, and 
at first I thought that Martial dived because he normally does I think even Gary Neville said that he's, he's often known for diving that, that penalty to get given I don't know if you guys have seen it again yet but it, it was like it was like Martial knocked the ball like several seconds before he decides to put his foot out Interesting. Lazy leg film and what he called it. Yeah. It's the old special. Yeah, it's the old yeah. Lazy yeah exactly. That's what he did in the derby to get sent off. I've never seen an experienced player do less experienced player things. Yeah. Like he gets booked early all the time. He makes like mad, like mad decisions. He uses use the ball is all. Like, yeah. About time in the first off, he just kicked it out to play or like played somebody else into trouble. It's like. He, he looks very much like a 38-year-old winger playing right back now. And like, All those like John Eitinger vibes where you think you're going to sign this really like esteemed European footballer and he comes yeah. in and he's an absolute clown. Crying over John Carew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I just I just think as well there were a lot of things that just look like pretty obvious they're going to happen there. I'm not talking about on the pitch, I'm talking about off it. Put Seamus on the bench, Seamus Coleman's not going to come on. We're all desperate for him to get back in there ahead of Ashley Young. But th- there was a lot of things that were... They, they were too far already in everybody's minds when you go and watch that like you, like Mo's mentioned there he was bang on what he said in terms of like and yourself how you feel about this game how everybody's getting up for it and it takes one tiny thing to happen in the game i.e. their goal or i.e. their keeper being able to stand with the ball as long as he wants for everybody to just say oh, I'll sit off for a bit now do you know what I mean and, and they've got to do it to you rather than us go to them and that's been that's been a, an issue for Everton that Goodison for a long time Oh, the thing that got me thinking almost immediately when he went 2 0 up was, and it's one of the questions we've done all week on the Blue Room is, where to go to from here? Because where we went to here, it was pretty easy and straightforward. The, we got to deducted those points. It's classic Everton back against the wall feeling. That's what we, the mentality we use for all that stuff. That would have been great. I didn't see much of it today. I don't want to criticise people at the game, but that didn't feel to me like. Everton were fighting to stay in the Premier League which unfortunately looks like it's going to be what we're going to be doing it's hard to go there when it's November though isn't it I don't want to go to those depths yeah I understand understand your point and that's what people probably get at me at but you look at that fixture list we've got you look at now five points uh, above uh, five points away from safety Um, as much as the the narrative's been let's kick off about the three promoted sides and they're all shit and we'll get 40 points between them all Um, now it's I'm probably too soon to say and I think what you've just said Matt is bang on but I'm, I'm looking at things you know you're going to Forest away your next home games in Newcastle Chelsea Man City in what about five games in 20 days or whatever it is that it does I want I want to see what Sean Dice is renowned for and that is this sort of shit like he got for Burnley but managed to get them a snide 1-0 you know, keeping a clean sheet and all that. How far away do we look like keeping a clean sheet? And that is where the blocks of this needs to start because obviously we're not great at scoring goals. We've spoken about a player who should have bagged two there in Calvert-Lewin. Having him back's been great. But even when he scores one goal or two goals a game, you're not guaranteed to get a win as Everton because defensively we're not the side we need to be to get out of this shit. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
I'm struggling to add anything there to what Dave's just said. It's it's all just completely bang on, yeah. Um, it's kind of crept up on us, hasn't it? The defensive just stuff. Got your Christmas present there, because no one ever says that about. <laughs> we like we were kind of as fans maybe a bit complacent in the early games of the season, thinking like, oh yeah, defensively Sean Dyche team and that. But yeah, it, it has slipped in now, hasn't it? Last few games, letting in just couple of unlucky goals but just a couple of like like obviously the Tarkovsky one when it goes over his head the other week unlucky goal fluke goal jammy goal there's been a couple there's been a couple no that's just a very good goal you've got to shin those ones but (laughs) but yeah we've had a couple of unlucky ones but then we've also had ones just like that should never ever happen and I haven't looked at the natural numbers but we've got to be getting on now for the last four games talking about what maybe Six, seven conceded. Look, when she did West Ham, didn't we? Two last week. Two and three. One against Brighton. So. Yeah, so it's. You say, you say we don't score goals, and we're not looking like scoring goals. We scored three at Palace. We scored two at Sheffield United. We scored three at Brentford. Three at home at Bournemouth. The team has. Yeah. One three one. The team has got the team has goals in them. Two away at Villa in the cup. There are goals there. It's just a case of composure and taking the chances and they didn't do it tonight. And getting but, someone other than Michelenko to score them. I mean, you look at you look at the fixtures that are coming up and there is a lot of doom and gloom in there. You think obviously Newcastle are um, on very good form at the moment, they're a good side. I'm loath to say it because I don't want to give them any credit, but they are a good football team. You've got City just after Christmas. Other than that, you've got very beatable teams in that run. Like, Chelsea are not this all-conquering, invincible side that they were. Spurs away is not a guaranteed defeat because, obviously, one they'll be defending on the halfway line so you just play your fastest strikers and two it's in uh, London so <laughs> that's <laughs> so Dan, Dan Juma's quick is he not I mean he's crap but he's quick um, City and Chelsea will be down got, by the time we play them as well which is, which is fortunate who's our quickest player we've got Burnley as well Jackie Elka Jared, Jared Branthwaite have you seen how rapid he is with them legs it's ridiculous like a gazelle loping across the Serengeti. Um, I'd, I'd, I'm not getting overly concerned by tonight. I think it's, it's certainly a negative on what could easily have been a positive. And yes, we have to address that. But before the, again, going back before the deduction, we were a mid-table side. This Everton... They're not a great side, but they're a mid-table side. Well, there are, we were four, we're 14 were in the league for the reduction, 14, yeah. 15. My, my worry is, like, I'm sort of like just trying to calculate this on the way home, is like, we've been like, I think we're probably about the 14, 15 best team in this league. And to stay up, we're probably going to have to be about the 10th for the last two-thirds of the season. Like, that's, we have to like get that kind of form going. Yeah. The thing is, right, we are now sat... We're, we're five points behind Luton, right? We're still ahead of um, Burnley, and we're, what, two points behind Sheffield United, right? We've played how many games this season now? 13. 13. So, 20, 
seven, no, 25 games left, you don't back this team to get five more points than Luton, two more points than Sheffield United across 25 games. You might as well knock it on the head because they are terrible football sides. We will pick up a lot of points this season and we'll pick up points in situations where we probably shouldn't like away to teams like West Ham away to teams like Brentford we'll win games like that we'll pick up draws against better sides because there is a fight and there is a determination about the side and I can't get into this ah oh, we're doomed it's, we're, we're gone mentality again because doing that for a third straight year will just like I'll, t- I'll take a long walk off a short plank <laughs> What you said there about looking at us, obviously with the caveat ten, ten points in that mid-table, we pr- probably even going into this game as fans and hopefully not as a squad, but maybe they just didn't give United enough credit because they're on what twenty-four points now, is it? Oh, I don't give them any credit. No, but like realistically, they're like what six points off the top, maybe or five. Like they're up there, so that's probably a bit of a par result against a lower mid-table side. Yeah. Even at their own grounds. So. Is Marshall's contract up at the end of the season? I, I, I mean, I, I really wait. hope it is. Do you know You've what? been after him for years. I'd, every, sign, every I'd sign him, mate. I'd sign him and lash him in the reserves. He wouldn't score against them. He couldn't play against Everton. Just, just lash him in the reserves so he doesn't score against us next season. What good management to start him today, though. Like, you've got to give him he had no choice, did he, really? All the strikers were injured, apart from him. I don't know. I don't watch football, but... We, we didn't even bring him on today, and I'm sure he still skinned Seamus Coleman at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Marshall. In the war of 20 minutes. Where was Beto, by the way? He, he, took a crunch, he took a crunch on the knee in training. A crunch on the knee. Just, just who, who, who was that? Who did that? Beto. It's got to be Ben Godfrey who did that. Oh, you've seen Beto uh, oh yeah, train, absolutely. Yeah. Ben Godfrey's gone through him at thigh high. Probably Michael Keane um, bringing him his bib and he slipped over. Do we want to get a little bit technical here on defending? I mean, just is it is this the forum for technical chat? Sean Dyche he's spoken about it at length this defending the V thing that he does where he drags the full back so if the ball's coming down the left wing or I mean, the, where is our V right? in that case is it like so quack. the opposite quack. 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 the fly what a film that is oh, by the oh, way our V is taken off and fucked off clearly slick, yeah. slick Goldberg in goal will win the league <laughs> the fact that he drags the far side full back in as an extra centre half to protect this area means that we are so susceptible to a cross field pass and that's exactly how the first goal comes about because Mikalenko is 50 yards away from where Rashford is hugging the touchline it's not his fault he's been told to do it right but it results in Rashford having time to bring the ball down, get his head up, pick that little pass into Dallow, who then gets across away. Right? It's happened. I've seen this happen in pretty much every game we've played at home this season. We're susceptible to that crossfield pass. And is it like is that something that Sean Dyche needs to visit and say, right, okay, so if the fullback's tucking in the winger should be dropping in at full-back to make a back five. But I, I, I don't think... 
I don't think Harrison is that player, so I need to drop in and make like a... No, but Mikkel yeah. side, you've got Dwight McNeil, who we know is quite good defensively. Should we be stressing the importance of, if they've got the ball high up the pitch on one side of the pitch and the fullback's tucked in, the winger then comes in as a, an auxiliary fullback and then it, you, you put the seed in... Yeah. This is the man who was railing against XG about 20 minutes ago. <laughs> now he's giving it the auxiliary fullback. Inverted wing back formation. You take, you put the cedar doubt <laughs> in the mind. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, I'm not, not in the. In, I am harking back to my extensive experience. Say just, this isn't on YouTube because Keith's got his uh, his tactics board out here and drawing out with Marcus and everything. Yeah, this this is Keith Tomlin masterclass here. Right, get me on Sky Sports in a dark room on a on a uh, bar stool and I will chat to you about auxiliary fullbacks all night. Is it like? It's still going. Is it? Is this something that would prevent? a lot of chances that we're conceding. I think that speaks to him not being confident about the fullbacks one-on-one with good wingers. You feel like you've got to press everybody over to that side to stop it, and then you might lose ground in the middle or on the opposite flank. Like, I just can't, I don't know. Like, that, that first goal... I don't want to pick the birds out of it too much because it's just ridiculous, isn't it? It's like, it's, 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 I don't want to take away from it because it's a very good goal. Jammy. Even though Dave reckons he shinned it. I'm telling you, right? it's jammy. It's a very good goal. It's a world-class goal, right? I don't want to take it away. But it's preventable if you stop the pass to Rashford. If, you, if you've got a man within 10 yards of Rashford, they don't play that ball. They have to then recycle through the middle. And that's where your V is protected. I think that kid's fabulous for because he misses it. That I'm telling you. <laughs> the, the far more basic point I'd make about fullbacks is that if, if Nathan Patterson is not the answer now, then we, yeah. we might as well yeah. all just move on. And, and him being the main one. Um, Seems like he's despised, doesn't it? Yeah, genuinely. If, if we're talking about either Ashley Young or you know love him as we might even shit someone like Seamus Coleman coming back into the side ahead of him um, then that, that that move simply has not worked um, even Coleman warm up today I was like he looks knackered warming yeah. up on the sidelines like he looks which is fine we, we, we all no, know the reason yeah. why he's still at the club and, and, and involved in, in the 18 or 23 or however many your matchday squad is now but um, it, it's time for Nathan Patterson to recognise that there's a weakness in that side it is Ashley Young and to capitalise on it um, and if he doesn't get that opportunity or if he doesn't take that opportunity in the next 6 to 10 games then his Evan career might as well just be flushed down the toilet right I'd say 13 point deduction now isn't it not just 10 why 13 because Luton won <laughs> well I think I put on Twitter based on our second half we need 20 back to stay up today uh, but yeah We'll leave it there. Cheers to Matt, Dave, Keith, and Mark. Uh, we'll leave it. Yeah, just ugh, heads everywhere after that. Just leave, uh, it. We'll just leave, leave it. Just leave it. Just, just leave it. 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 Just leave